At Delta, we know Mike in 8C prefers reality TV to reality. So we provide more than 1,000 hours of in-flight entertainment. On the next flight, 8C is Mandy, a foodie. So we offer all types of food options. Because at Delta, everyone flies their own way. Delta, keep climbing. Go spread the word. When you get a fresh, hot McCrispie from McDonald's and you can feel the heat coming through the bag, don't try to wait till you get home. Always respect hot chicken. The McCrispy only at McDonald's. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. And now, join Kevin Hart as he dives into the minds of some of your favorite celebrities. This is Gold Mines with Kevin Hart. Check, 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 check. Wow. Yo, we love you, bro. Woo! Oh, man, we love you back. We love you back. This is, uh, this is pretty dope. I like the fact that it's live. I'm a little guy, so I like to get comfortable in my chair, so don't judge me. <laughs> For those who haven't listened to this podcast or aren't familiar with this podcast, I'll give you a breakdown of what it is, the why behind it. Um, and I think after hearing that, you'll understand the importance of these conversations. So it's called Gold Mines because I feel like so many of them exist. Right. And the beauty of a gold mine is that sometimes there's discovery of what's in it. Right. Gold always has to be found. And sometimes you have to be patient enough to go look for it. And after you look for it, it's the oh, my God, it's here. And then I didn't know that there was so much around it. There's an abundance. And then you tell people to come, come here, get some gold with me. Or you can be selfish and keep the gold to yourself. In this case, um, I like to share the gold and I like to share the stories um, that people that have the gold have. This is an opportunity for you guys to be informed and for myself to be more informed than I already am of the people that I respect the most. Uh, I love informing people. I love being unselfish uh, with the road to success, the opportunities for success. More importantly, the stories of struggles that get people to success. That's what Gold Mines is about. So if you notice, I've been giving you different tiers of myself. It's so much more than just a comedy, so much more than the funny movies or just the business. Um, at this stage, I'm finding more excitement in talking to people and interviewing people. So uh, that's what this is. I think you guys are in for a treat because today's mine is a beautiful mind. A guy that I respect, admire, appreciate, and a guy that inspires me. And I mean it when I say that. A lot of people say that. But he has a contagious spirit and a, a spirit that the world has fallen in love with. Ladies and gentlemen, please welcome to the show, DJ Khaled. Look at that. Look at that. Look at that. Look at that. Thank you. Something about Khaled. Look at him. It's just something about man, Khaled you know, that lights up a room, man. You know, I'm... I'm in a place right now. I'm, I'm just, I'm just, I'm, I'm, I'm gonna get right to it. I'm happy, um, and when you find that happiness, you know, grab onto it and hold onto it tight. And what I learned through life, you know, what I'm saying um, happiness, you can't take it for granted. Mm -hmm. You just can't. Um, obviously, I'm a father. I have two beautiful boys. Got a beautiful queen. Got a beautiful family. And I would say, like, this, you know, when New Year's Eve came this year, you know, I just realized, man. You know, my growth and me just growing and growing. I look where I come from and where I'm at right now. There's no way I'm going to take 
anything for granted because I know how hard it took to get here. Mm-hmm. Um, and when I look at my boys, it's not about me no more. So when I see them happy, that means I can, um, you know, be at ease well, and enjoy certain things. Well, here's the thing. This is where I, this is where I want to start with you, right? Like the thing that you embrace so much is family, right? Yes. And before we get into the world of we the best. And, yeah, well, I'm ready and, to get into it all. Right? Ready, like, now you my brother. I, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like when they called me, I, I'm sorry to cut you off, but, I, you know, when he called me, I got excited because um, I know sitting with Kevin Hart, not only is it special, I know that um, I get a chance to talk to my people, maybe some things that you didn't know or you, you know, or you know, and maybe I can break it down to you. I like it. Your shoulders get to drop. You're in a comfortable environment. Yes. You, when you talk about your family, man, what I've learned from watching you talk about your family is not having a fear to embrace the ones closest to you at the highest level. There is no level of insecurity attached to how hard you love. And what I mean, how hard you love, there is a continuous amount of outpour to both sons, to wife, like like you just said now, effortlessly, you're going, my queen, my kids, like these titles, these affirmations that you've given, it's a learned behavior because you didn't see yourself in that position. The position presents itself. And then when it does, you find yourself becoming a new man. Um, At what point did you say to yourself, like, my change is necessary and my change is needed because of them? At what point did it click? Was it was it when the wife was pregnant and your first was on the way? Yeah. Or was it after, you know, your first was born? Uh, it, when did that click? It was definitely when the queen was, um, when she was pregnant. Mm-hmm. And, um, you know, I dreamed for it. You know, I prayed for it. And I've always, even when I was a young man, I always, you know, prayed and dreamed for it. I wanted a beautiful family. Mm-hmm. Like that was something that I always did. And I actually was working so hard to accomplish my goals and my dreams because I knew I was going to have a family. You know what I'm saying? When you talk to God and you speak things in existence and you put that power of love, it's going to come to light as long as you put in that work and you talk what you're saying, you walk that talk. And that's something that I do. And when she was pregnant, I used to play like, Lauren Hill, Zion, um, one of my favorite songs, Turabelli or, or Buju Banten, Destiny, and these certain songs. And I just started feeling my son's energy through my queen and her glow. And I just knew my life was going to change. And um, when Asad was born, obviously the world knows how excited I was, um, but it did literally change my life. The way I thought, the way I breathe, the way I walk, the way I talk, the way I do business, the way I... Um, be more professional the way I um, not take that for granted when I first walked in here and told you that because it was a, a shift in my life where I'm saying, God was saying, Khaled, here you go. Now do what you do and watch all the blessings come in abundance. And, you know, if you go back to where when Osai was first born and watch my work ethic and the way I was moving, the way I was talking, the way I was walking, You've seen all the blessings come in abundance, and I'm here sitting here today to tell you and the young world the reason why I keep saying don't take nothing for granted because I knew it wasn't easy to get here as far as the work. Mm-hmm. I knew it wasn't easy to get here as far as talking into existence to embrace the blessing. And when I say easy, you know, Kevin Hart, 
um, all the accolades and all the categories that you do. You coming um, off a tour, you do this show, you, you're doing movies. People don't realize that takes a lot of work. And when you work so hard, don't forget, he's also a father of beautiful kids. He has a queen. He has to be a family man too. That's a lot. You know what I'm saying? And also come in here every day and smile to please his fans and appreciate the love that you give him. When I look at him, I look at him like, I know, I know where he's, you know, this work he's putting in. I know he's waking up five in the morning and this man go to the gym. And the reason why I'm giving you flowers is because you inspire me as well. Mm -hmm. And I just want to tell everybody in this room and the fans, when my son came, that was my blessing from God to say, Khaled, this is your chance to be the greatest ever. And I'm not backing down from that blessing. You keep mentioning God. Were yeah. you always, uh, always. an extremely religious guy, spiritual guy? Man, I, I've always been spiritual. Uh, my mother and father raised me such in a beautiful way. They always taught me love, respect, God, God first, um, and work hard. You know what I'm saying? And, um, you know, when my, my mother and father was raising me, I got to see moments that I can't erase out my mind in a good way. You know, I got to see people tell my family, why do you let Khaled be a DJ or a producer? Why are you letting him go in this category as a young man? I was super young and my mother and father, I would see them sit at the table with people that, you know, that are family or friends and tell them whatever makes my son happy, we with him. Mm. And what do you mean that that's a problem. What are you talking about? I'm getting goosebumps talking about because I remember as a kid these conversations and they said, he's a beautiful boy. He's, he's positive. He's living his dream. If that's what he wants to do, not only are we going to support him, we riding with him. Wow. You know, like, little, this me as a kid, like, I remember, you know, people would complain the music's too loud. My mother and father never complained. said, no problem. The garage is yours. Take the cars out the garage. Let's make it into a studio. This mm -hmm. is at... 12 years old, 13 years old, mm -hmm. you know, I, and I'll never forget that. Cause you know, when you get a blessing like that as a kid and as a grown up, all we want is support and an opportunity. And if it comes from your favorite people in the world, your mother and father, I can't let them down because they believed in yeah, me. There's no, there's no bigger affirmation than the affirmation of a loved one. Yeah. Right? And that's what, that's what, to your point is what you want, but sometimes you don't know it. Right. It's a late bomb that hits. Yeah. So as you're sitting here talking about the support that came from mom and dad, now you sit as a grown man with kids and you're like, wow, damn, not only not only did that amplify my world of want, it's now what I'm pouring into minds. Whatever you want to be, whatever you want to do, you can. It's that positive mindset. And I think, you know, a lot of people in today's time struggle with that. Right. A lot of people struggle with either not having that or wanting that and being afraid to voice that. Right. Being afraid to simply say that to the to the world around you that acts as your support system. Just a simple you can do it can go so far. Oh, yeah, or, for sure. Or uh, I believe in you can for go sure. so far. For sure. Um, when you talk about mom, dad, you talk about growing up, you talk about you know, teaching you, of course, the power of being spiritual, God, believing in something that gives you the power and energy source to go and do. At some point, though, you face a moment of doubt, right? Everybody does. So even with all of that love, even with all that surroundings, at the young age, as you turn into a teenager, young guy, school, everything started to present itself. Did the world of doubt ever present itself? Oh, for sure. And, 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 and I'm, I'm glad you brought that up because not only did that, the, the doubters, um, or maybe me putting all this 
beautiful pressure on me to accomplish these dreams. Let me be clear, you know what I'm saying? You know, we're talking about the light and love and, and Caleb being a family man and positivity, and that's who I am. Nobody can take that away from me. Um, a hater, I don't care who it is. You can't, I, that's what God blessed me. That's who I am. Um, but I also want to say is, you know, when you have that type of love and that type of light and that type of glow, people will try to look for something that think it's not positive. I am, I was call myself a special human. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? And we're all special. And what I mean by that is, of course, I get frustrated. Of course, I don't like to work off my emotions. Of course, we might have emotions here and there. And the reason why I say that, because I'm always going to keep it real with you and myself. To go back to that question that Kevin Hart was saying, I've been through so many trials and tribulations in my life that it molded me. It made me, you know, I'm fearless. If somebody's opinion didn't match my expectations of being great, it doesn't bother me. You know, I'm not that type of person where I'll let some distract or a distortion take me off my grind and my hustle and my vision and the goal that where we going and what we've already done. You know what I'm saying? It's 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 impossible for you to break me. You know what I'm saying? Because I is that because? But is that because you felt the feeling of being broken before, and now I, you're like, because I, I'm not going back to that. Because I my grind and my story, and one day I hopefully to tell the full story. Like the way I came up was. I look at it as an inspiration. You know what I'm saying? Like when I when I left my mother and father's house to become a young man to accomplish my goals, you know what I'm saying? My mother and father would do anything for me. You know what I'm saying? It wasn't about money. They'll just do anything. They'll figure it out. But I decided to pursue in my career to take to live my dream and to be able to take care of them. And when I did that, I went through so many trials and tribulations mm -hmm. from um sleeping in the hotel room as a house, mm -hmm. sleeping in the back of a Honda Civic, you know, until I figure out how to get back into an apartment. Mm -hmm. uh, when I did get an apartment, have no furniture and all my records was my, my, my furniture, my records, my crates. That's what I, all I had, uh, making a hundred dollars a week to turn into a thousand dollars a week. You know, I remember getting my first bank account, you know, and not having a banking account for so many years in my life, the way I was just hustling, I was grinding from the doors being closed on me everywhere I go for people thinking I'm crazy saying that you can't do this. You can't do that. I'm not just saying this as a talk. I'm telling you my life, you know, if we're in Miami. This is my home. This is 305. This is the flag. I wave. This is the city I rep. This is the city that I embrace. This is the city that molded me. This is the city that raised me. I've been living here for 30 years. I used to drive down the street every day that right here and say, I'm going to, you know, I'm going to do this. I'm going to do that. I came up on a radio station out here from pirate radio, pirate radio, where there's an antenna in a building at a secret location. And I play for the people seven days a week. I would carry 25 crates on the Miami tri-rail. I don't know if y'all from Miami, you know what I'm saying? And I would carry 25 crates to, you know, undisclosed location to play at a pirate radio to get my voice out. Then I, I was blessed by Uncle Luke um, to get me on 99 Jams. We ended up doing a, a radio show and then he ended up getting so busy, I ended up having my own show. And then for my own show, um, I remember uh, somebody grabbing my shoulder one day saying, Khaled, you could never have, because I was a mixer at that time, DJ and mixing, but I, I wanted my own show as a mixer and as a jock. And I remember somebody grabbing my shoulder, look me in my eyes and say, you could never have that. 
Mm. Not only did I get it, I was number one for like 13, 15 years straight. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? And I, I just feel like God gave me a, a purpose. The purpose is to not only break barriers, but also find a way to always shed light and love because I have friends of mine and I don't want to get like discouraged off all your questions, but no, I just remember, this is good. I remember certain people that I worked with. I was the little guy, but I always talked big, like with a vision. And I would tell my bosses at that time, like, yo, they're going to fire you one day, but I'm going to be here for you. They're going to fire you. And I didn't mean that as a negative thing. I just wanted to remind them, value your blessings and your relationships because you never know where you're going to be tomorrow. You never know where I'm going to be. Mm -hmm. And I have some of those friends to this day that are really good friends of mine that were my bosses that I would, you know, give them an opportunity. That's the, the biggest, that's the biggest nod to your name. How you handle your relationships. Yeah, and, 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 and that's where I wanted to go. The relationship is 90% of my blessings as far as my career. I valued every relationship. It wasn't about just making the song. It wasn't about just getting you on my show. It wasn't about just that. It was more than that. I value my relation more than making the number one hit record. Like if you felt a way about something, I really couldn't sleep at night until I knew you was happy. Mm -hmm. That's how much I care about my relationships. And if you notice my career, I, everybody I ever came up with, we usually, these guys and, and kings and queens that I work with, we kind of all came up together when we had nothing. And we respect each other through our mountain climbing and our journey. But what I'm saying is, but I valued my relationship. And those people know I did, and they valued mine. You know what I'm saying? And that will be, you want it to be forever. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, you don't, you don't, you don't, you don't fuck up the thing that turned into what you didn't see it becoming. You can't fuck that up. I'm gonna tell you the, the things that stick out the most about you, the things that I relate to, the things that I I found synergy in. And there's a lot of synergy and energy between the layers of success that people get to, right? And I don't give a fuck what it is. It can be in business. It can be in schooling. It can be media, advertising. There's, a, there's an energy and synergy that comes with determination, perseverance, and the commitment to the thing that you're deciding to do, right? And that commitment comes with being okay with the word no for quite some time. And I've talked about this a lot. Like you have to become comfortable with hearing the word that normally prevents the next stage. Because if you become comfortable with that, that word doesn't bother you. It rocks a lot of people. Yeah, a lot yeah. of people hear no yeah, and it yeah. rocks them yeah, 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 to the yeah. core. Like, yeah. this, I mean, it's groundbreaking. Knees buckle, you need a chair and some don't get back up. Right. And then there's some people that flag it and go, whatever, I'll figure it out. And those people that tend to figure it out, not only do they figure it out and they create another path, they bring people down that path so that they can figure it out as well. You become unselfish with your information along your way, like along the way on your journey. So as you talk about the people you came up with, when I look at those people, when I look at you, Ross, Wayne, when I look at, you know, Ace Hood, when I look at uh, Uncle Luke, when I, when I go down the line of Miami's finest and the people that then started to embrace the world of Miami because of how Miami was embracing others, you'll find that they're very close. 
You'll find that that group is very close and they're very supportive of one another because to your point, they all understand. Right. You guys all get it. You all understand what we've went through, what you've done. And what I love the most is that your level of inspiration and positivity, it stems from you wanting to see others win. Oh, yeah, absolutely. I mean, you know, I, it's not my saying, but teamwork make a dream work. You know what I'm saying? It's That's my saying. I some, some, um, I, I something that, that we all like say in, in our team and our family and our crew and our movement. It definitely, it's a lot of people that can help your vision and also help your vision come to light a lot easier. You know what I'm saying? Um, and it's about having good and great people around you. Me personally, I try to inspire my brothers and sisters around me all the time. And I push them as hard as I can. And I hope it rubs off. You know what I'm saying? Because I know this is a blessing from God. You know what I'm saying? Like, so I try my hardest. Yo, let's do this. Let's do that. Let's do that. We got to get up in the morning. We got to do this. We got to do that. We got to do that. We got to do that. What can we make it to take it to the next level? That's the only way that you can grow and push your people around you to be successful. And the more blessings you give, the more blessings you give back. That's important is team, teamwork. You know what I'm saying? Like so important. How did you, how did you get to the point now where you, where you realize that you could crack the code, right? Like the DJ is one tier, but you've turned into so much more. DJ Khaled today is a brand, yeah. right? You're, you're a walking brand. Right. Your likeness brings value yeah. to other brands. And this is the, it's a discovery that talent sometimes miss, right? Sometimes talent, you, you, you tap into it, but you don't truly take advantage of it. What I mean by take advantage of it is, is that your likeness can turn into investment in equity and to other companies that are looking to build, that are looking mm -hmm. to grow. So you can be responsible for the multiple attached to a company. You can be responsible to a company's exit, to a company going public. It can all be attached yeah. to the world of a likeness. And mm -hmm. when I look at you and your attachment to brands, I mean, I, I think I saw you You had like, is it a Doritos or Taco Bell yeah, commercial we, right we now? We did a, a Doritos, um, Papa John's commercial. You know, um, and I'm glad you brought that up because when I was a kid, I always knew that I'd be doing many things. I knew I was going to be an entrepreneur. I knew I was going to be a father. I knew I was going to be one of the biggest DJs. And I knew I was going to be one of the biggest producers. And my dream was also to be one of the biggest music moguls. And, you know, in our crew, we had the saying, we the best in all categories. I mean, we are. And, and I didn't say I'm the best. I said we, you too. And I just want to make sure that you can't put me in a box and say, I just do this. Absolutely. Yes, I, I started DJing, which is a huge, big blessing for me because DJing made me an incredible producer. When I was working on the radio, radio helped me identify how to make big hit records that the people like. You know what I'm saying? Obviously, when I used to be in the club, my job is not only just to, to make people have a good time, you know, it's part of also being an artist. So how to make people put their hands in the air, feel good, move, dance. That's a talent. Not anybody can just do that. And I took that energy. Once I accomplished the DJing and the producing, I knew already that I wanted my brand to be like Nike. Just do it. Michael Jordan, Air Jordan. You know, look at the name of my, my company, my brand. We the best. Serious Radio. We the best. Jordan, we the best. 
hamburgers. <laughs> we the best. <laughs> Landscaping. We the best. You see what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, so I already knew where I wanted to do and how to build a brand. But, you know, when you build a brand, like I said earlier, I talk the talk and I walk the walk. So everything I do got to be at its highest level. And the, if it's a product, it got to be the best. If it's music, it got to be the best. If it's fashion, it got to be the best. And that all comes from the person that is identified with the brand. I am the, you know, we the best. You're the face we, of the brand. I'm the face of the brand. So I'm walking and talking we the best and I'm showing you and I proved it to you and I'm going to continue doing Right now, I've been showing the world that I love golf. I've been loving golf since I was a teenager. I've been playing it consistent for the last two years. I want to go pro. <laughs> you see what I'm saying? If I go pro, great. If not, I guarantee you I'm going to be playing and winning some of the biggest matches and having fun with my brothers and sisters. You know what I'm saying? I don't know how to do something halfway. Yeah. So I'll be careful of the things that I want to do because I don't know how to do it halfway. I go so all out to the point where if it's my partner I'm doing business with or or something, you have to be ready to win big. If not, we can't. It ain't matchmaking. You know what I'm saying? More Gold Mines with Kevin Hart after this. Hi, it's Stephen Colbert, and I'm here to tell you about The Late Show Pod Show, which is the podcast of The Late Show with me, Stephen Colbert, and I'm here with my uh, producer of the podcast, Becca. Hi, Becca. Hi, Stephen. So what do people get when they listen to The Late Show Pod Show? Let's, let's sell this thing. The extended moments, for sure, because we run out of time for broadcast, but we have plenty of time on the podcast. It's kind of like being a live audience member of the show because you get things that no one else hears. Listen to The Late Show Pod Show with Stephen Colbert wherever you get your podcasts. At Delta, we know Mike and 8C prefers reality TV to reality. So we provide more than 1,000 hours of in-flight entertainment. On the next flight, 8C is Mandy, a foodie. So we offer all types of food options because at Delta, everyone flies their own way. Delta, keep climbing. Go spread the word. When you get a fresh, hot McCrispie from McDonald's and you can feel the heat coming through the bag, don't try to wait till you get home. Always respect hot chicken. The McCrispie, only at McDonald's. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Now more from Kevin Hart on Gold Mines. Let me give you guys a breakdown of what Kyla just said and how I interpret it, right? <laughs> which is which is so dope because it's what it's what we skip sometimes, right? Like there's a simplicity. There's a simplicity to the big idea. And some people look at the big idea and they can't grasp it because the idea is so big. Yeah. Why I can't do that shit? It's fucking huge. I can never do that, right? What he just talked about was a brand and a brand that started off from records and music and we the best. And the brand gave the opportunity to attach itself to other brands and have an extension of his brand. So as he's talking about Jordan and he had the version of the We The Best Jordan collab, these collabs, they act as tentacles to his brand. When these collabs do well, the brand's perception is one that perceives itself to be bigger. So as he just said, real estate, as he just said, it can be travel, it yes. can be food, it can be commerce. When you look at an ecosystem, you'll look at something like LVMH, yes. right? And we'll go, oh my God, it's so special. And everybody looks at that thing like it's phenomenal, which it is. But it sometimes makes you look past 
the road to the to the same. Khaled is on the road to the same. I consider myself a person that's on the road to the same. And as you talk about the tears of life, if you're a person that taps into those tears and you feel like you can curate an economic structure, a foundation of business in those tears, well, that's brand like work. That's the fulfillment of the wants and needs of the people and the people that would make the world go around. We all do the same thing every day. Everybody eats. Everybody gets dressed. Everybody needs a place to live. Everybody drives. Everybody wants an activity. If you look at those tiers, they're very simple. Now, what you create in those tiers, whether it breaks down to health and wellness, whether your activity breaks down to golf and you now have we the best golf clubs, golf covers, golf bags, whatever it is. He's now putting himself in position to have another extension off of the tree that started off being one thing. So as he says, I want you to look at the value of me. I don't want to just be the DJ. I want to be a brand. I want to be one of the biggest people in the world. The thing that your talent is attached to acts as your key to the door. Now, if you get past that door and you just do the thing that your key allowed you to do, you may be cheating yourself of more opportunities. What Khaled is telling you here that the opportunities that have come, they've all been discoveries, which is why he just said, I got to be careful what I do because I don't want to do nothing halfway. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I get addicted. Yeah, and and what's so important for me, and I'm sure yourself, I only do things that I love to do. And that's why it's always real and organic. I love Doritos. I can't make this up. I really eat Cool Ranch Doritos. No, no. No, Kevin, I can't. What do you, what do you want me to do? No, I really, and you go to my house, I have Cool Ranch Doritos. When they called me to do it, I was like, did they come in my house and watch me grow up as a kid? I love Cool Ranch. Sure, I'll do it. No, I'm, no, I'm being honest. I know. Like, I love it. And um, so what I learned is. I can't, I'm laughing because no, I, no, I love Doritos too. No, that's what I'm trying to tell you. Like, I love it. And um, that's why, and, and, and that's the thing too. When you start getting more blessings with your career and your what you want to do in life, you know, I try to choose the right things because I want it to be always organic and real with myself. So when you see it and feel it, it's real to you too. Um, And I would never want to lead you in the wrong direction because I don't want to lead myself in the wrong direction. When I got my opportunity to have my own sneakers with Jordan, that was a no brainer. If you go um, from a kid, I mean, I'm sure all of us wear Michael Jordan, but I had opportunities to do other deals and deals and I didn't want to do it because I'm like, it's not, I I don't wear that. Yeah. You see what I'm saying? And my people know I don't wear that. And don't get it twisted. There's nothing wrong with getting somebody like a Kevin Hart. I might not like something. Kevin Hart's like, no, you should try this. I'm going to respect that. I might learn to love something too. And I've had opportunities where I didn't know so much about something. And then I end up loving it. And I'm like, oh, no, I love this. I know how to take it to the next level. Mm -hmm. And some of those opportunities come that way too. That's the most important thing about a brand and who you are as a person and who you are as a boss is to, you have to love it. You know what I'm saying? You have to love it and you have to show it. You know what I'm saying? If I if I uh, talk about basketball and, uh, and about basketball players, I'm going to show you that I know how to play basketball. If I don't know how to play basketball, I'm going to show you how much I know of the game. 
There's so many categories in every situation. You know what I'm saying? Like going back to the team, there's so many people that work behind the scenes that are so talented of what they do. You know what I'm saying? The message I'm saying is you have to love it. You have to love it. Who inspires Khaled, right? Like I mean, you inspire so many. Who acts as your as your inspiration? Who do you look at and yeah. go, wow, man, as a, as a person, as a business, as a brand, as a parent, um, um, as an example, who does that for you? I mean, obviously God and my family, because, you know, when I look at them every day, that's inspiration. Mm -hmm. But outside of God and the family, Jay-Z, uh, Quincy Jones, Michael Jordan, um, Dr. Dre, Puff Daddy, um, Barack Obama. You know, and, and those people I name, I have certain things I love so much about them. Like, if you talk about Jay-Z, what I love about Jay-Z is, man, first of all, he broke down the doors for what I'm doing today. Absolutely. Coming from nothing. And, you know, when I say he's a billionaire, I'm not talking about the money. I'm talking about he's a billionaire of abundance of breaking so many barriers. Absolutely. To, there's no limits of what he wants to do. Um, this is a man that made music, um, some of the best records in the world, made classic albums. This is a man that took over corporate in the music business, mm -hmm. not just putting as an artist. He also ran a record company that to this day is, is one of the biggest. He also ran other people's companies like a Def Jam. He also broke barriers having his own brands from liquor, from sneakers, from clothes. The list goes on running the Super Bowl. That's what you call all categories. I mean, he's, he's the reason why the culture is now privy to the world of investing, right? You know, I mean, from it's where nothing, we come he, from. It's nothing he can't do. He, he, is, he is responsible for people going, oh, shit, we can do that, too. And, he's the oh, shit guy. And, 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 he, and he, yeah, he's, he's definitely that. And, he, and from where I come from, I can relate because I've seen some of that. And what he's been through life and his growth, I've been around that texture. Mm -hmm. And what I love about him is he's a beautiful father. He's a beautiful man. He's a beautiful friend. You know, he's really my friend. He's really my partner. He's really my, you know, I'm under his management company. These are things I can't make up. But mm -hmm. before I became his friend and his partner, I was his biggest fan and I still am. So what I'm saying is to the young world and to all of us in this room, I used to have his posters in my room hung up while I'm scratching and making beats and watching this. He's my brother. I could pick, call him money. He's my friend. That was a dream come true. That, what I'm saying is, it's like, I want to do that and be inspired by that. Guess what? And I'm doing it with him. Yeah. You have to understand that that's a big accomplishment. Like think about anybody that you look up to as a fan and inspired by, and then you end up being their brother. Or the sister. You know what I'm saying? Like, that's one person. You know what I'm saying? And um, uh, Michael Jordan. What I love about Michael Jordan is, besides him being the best basketball player that ever did it, if you look at his story, I'm a real MJ fan, and I really know a lot of his story as far as, you know, what he's shown. Man, he's been through so much. Uh, blessing, success, trials and tribulations, and do all that and still perform at this level of greatness was like so inspiring. You know, that, that Gatorade moment, it's not about the flu and what he did at that game. It's about this man's greatness. You can't stop it. And I'm not talking about just that moment. I don't want to get deep. If he's been through a lot in his life, 
and he still was performing at a high level mm-hmm. every single day. Then to, to create a brand of a sneaker, he just dropped that that new show. What was called Air, Air just yeah. to watch his mother and the way he was blessed with that was so inspiring. It it confirmed my love for him as like yo this man even took a chance then because you know I put myself in his sh- and when I watched I put myself in that seat real quick. I said man, imagine me being Michael Jordan and Nike wasn't the biggest at that time. Obviously they're the biggest. Um, but these other people were the biggest and he's the young biggest and the normal chess move is to go with the biggest Mm because the biggest work with the biggest and the winners work with the winners. That's just the way it goes. And that's a beautiful thing. And there's nothing wrong with it, but him and his mother found a way to do chess and say, you know what? And the way, uh, it happened and the way they broke the business structure at that time when they wasn't doing deals like that was so inspiring. He took a chance not only did he take a chance, he built a brand that's called forever. Yeah. It's he, timeless. His risk, his risk ended up being the best reward. I mean, it's crazy when you when you're a part of change and you're making history, you can't see it because you're in it. But then you fast forward to years later and you look at the thing that you broke, right? Like ground is built, but it's also made to be broken. Yeah. And and when new ground is created. There's more roads, there's more, there's more avenues, there's more boulevards, yeah, yeah. there's more paths. And you don't realize it, once again, because you're in it. But Cal, like you're a part of groundbreaking history. Like we're going to look back, you know, years, years later, we're gonna look back and you're gonna look at how you have changed and truly amplified the music business from a space of not just producing, evolvement, ownership, yeah. embracing, onboarding, brand attachment, awareness. Like these, these are things like you just brought up Jay-Z and I was like, he's the old shit guy in a joking way. But now looking back, he is responsible for certain pivotal, pivotal culture moments. Like yeah. the culture and the culture's understanding of certain things are attached to what he did. And when you look at the things that you've done and you look at who followed through that door, you're later going to go, oh, wow, that's crazy. I kind of did that. I kind of created that. And those are the people that are highlighted in history. You know, as we talk about the world of history and, and, and all of the stories behind it, you're creating the next wave of story for the generation to come. Absolutely. And and do you do you realize that? Like, do you understand that and see that now? Yeah. As you're talking about Quincy Jones, he yeah. was a tear. So, so Quincy Jones, obviously, you know, the things that he done is just unbelievable. What I love about Quincy is because he did so much and he was a part of so much history. You know, I remember going to his house and I'm just looking at the pictures. I'm like, this man is the definition of timeless because he's been part of every... <laughs> Like, <laughs> I don't know how many decades. It's of, insane. Just, no, like, it's almost to a point, like, you have to touch him. Is, it, is, 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 is he, like, he's how, like the oracle. how was you there? He's like, like and, the and, and oracle. So many, he's an oracle. But what I love about the Quincy thing is besides him being Quincy Jones is, and I said this before, is like, he made what Thriller at 50 years old. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like, there's no time when your biggest blessings come. I've been grinding since I was 12 years old. Till now, and I'm still grinding. I'm, I'm I'm just getting started. But I do remember when we talked about earlier when my son was born. My son was born when I was what 40, 
40 years old. Mm-hmm. Wow, 40, 41. And my biggest success came around that time. Mm-hmm. Not saying I wasn't successful when I was not grinding and things, but it exploded. The doors opened for me to take it to the next level. But at the same time is my mentality to this day, even as a kid, the way my mother and father raised me was not dwell on the problems, always find the solution. So I, I get frustrated when some certain things happen or get motivated by certain, I don't like to use the word, but if somebody was hating or, you know, or they, whatever, but I never dwelled on it to a point where it distract what I was doing. I always put that energy in a good way to say, I'm going to do this. And I'm a, I'm a, that person that said I couldn't do it or, or didn't give me the opportunity. I wasn't never mad. I'm just going to make it happen. You know what I'm saying? So that person will get that blessing that I was trying to tell them that it happens. You know what I'm saying? I got another one for you. I got another doozy for you, right? And, you know, we're, we're approaching the tail end of the interview. But this, this one is, is one that I, I love because you're one of the few that did it right. You know, there's a gift and a curse behind social media. We all see the advantages. Of course, you now see the disadvantage. And that's with anything, right? You'll, you'll see the bells and whistles. And then eventually those bells and whistles turn into fucking sounds that we don't like. But in the beginning stages, there's certain people that grabbed the idea of social media gravitated towards it and really were able to take advantage of it. You were one of the people that did it correctly at the highest level and still are doing it. How much do you credit social media for being a part of the rise in DJ Khaled, for you being able to grow? Well, when I I was coming in the game, if we had social media when I first started, (laughs) listen, I'm going to tell you right now, we the biggest. And I mean that in a beautiful way. We the biggest. I would have been the biggest at 12 years old. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Because first of all, social media, you have to use it the right way. Show love, positivity, motivation, inspiration. Show something to put a smile on somebody's face. Put out a good message. That's what I use it for. Because if you use it the other way, it's not good. It's not good. And y'all know that. So to answer your question, yes, I, it definitely helped a lot. Because it cuts out the middleman. Like the other day I was at the golf course and somebody came in and said, Cal, let's go golfing. It was one of my fans. And I was like, let's go golfing. And um, he was telling me how much I changed his life off of my videos. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, wow. You know what I'm saying? I really appreciate that because I'm, I'm around my family all day. I'm, I work. But sometimes when I just go out, I realize the effect it has on people when you put the power of love, light or something that will inspire somebody to get up and say, I can do it too. That's what my social media is for. And it helped me a lot because all the opportunities I kept telling people, yo, I'm the next movie star. Like, I'm the next this. I'm the next that. And they hear me or, or not believe me. Cool. I'll show you. I tell artists every day, you want to be big? There's no excuse. You're a singer? Sing. Sing. Because if you sing that good, it's going to spread. There's no excuse mm-hmm. no more. It's just not. You know, you're a comedian, make them laugh. Show it. You, you're waiting to get on the, the, the network? I'll show you how to get on the network. This is the network. You see what I'm saying? So when you put your greatness out, it's going to spread. Just like when you, your favorite food. I love Jamaican food, soul food. I love sushi. I love, love all that. fucking lobster. I love lobster. Love lobster. Yes. yes. What I'm saying is, but when you go to your favorite place and you get something to eat and you know it tastes good, you're going to keep going back because it tastes good. Mm-hmm. Well, give them stuff that tastes good. Mm-hmm. And tastes good usually is something that makes you happy. 
uplifting. That's what taste is. You know what I'm saying? Like, something that tastes not taste good, like, uh, you don't like it, right? Mm -hmm. So that's how you have to look at social media. Put some out there that's going to be that you want it. You know what I'm saying? And it helped me tremendously. Yes. The crazy thing is you don't realize how many people are listening. Right. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. You don't realize how many people are listening. And, you know, with Khaled, you know, he says these things, right? You you have your God did. You have your fan love. Yeah. You have your let's go golfing. Yeah. And, you know, this is him being himself. But what you realize is that these phrases that you coin, people hold on to. I remember fan love and when you did it. And you were showing up at places, and this is like when you right. uh, you were promoting albums and you were doing pop-ups. He was like, fan love, meet me at such and such. Yeah. Like, fan love, get there. And it was the way that you were talking and embracing your fans. And then you saw the people not only show up, but then they started to yell out and repeat, fan love, fan yeah, yeah, love. Yeah. Like, you kind of built this bridge that said we are we are connected. Yeah, this we is are. this is the resource for yeah, me to are. get to you and for you to get back to me. And I can say like as a person that thrives off of embracing my fan base as well, it was dope watching you do it the way you did. There was even moments where I was like, fuck, why didn't I think of fan love? Right. Like I, I was like, God damn it. Like it's so good. Yeah, yeah, it's yeah, so yeah. good. It's so simple. I should have said that. Yeah, 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 I got yeah. mad at my team. Where the fuck were y'all at? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Huh? Why did Cali get there first? And it's like you No, but you know what's so crazy is cause it, it um, we do, my fans, we have a connection because I can go walk the street right now and somebody, it happens every day in my life. I walk down here and somebody will say, fan love. That means, oh, you're my brother, you're my sister. Come yeah. here. Like, that's the sign. Like, they, that means we know each other Shabbat without even simple. meeting them yet mm -hmm. or her. You know what I'm saying? Like, fan love. Everywhere I go, y'all, I'm fan love. Oh, what up? Have a seat. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, it's like, we automatically know this is what we're doing. And you know how the power of my fans this one I knew that we really love and respect each other. When Asad was born, you know, I was so excited. I brought Asad to every award show. I'm on stage. This is my son. This is my firstborn. Like, I'm in a place like, I just look at him and I, it's unbelievable. But I remember doing a fan love. I said fan love. I was going somewhere and my son was with me. And I, for, you know, I didn't realize that there's 10,000 people outside. And I said, I got my son. I don't want him to get, you know, trampled or not, you know. I come out with my son. Everybody had so much respect. I was like, yo, not so loud. There's 10,000 people in the middle of the street. And everybody like, I said, whoa. Yeah. These people here, they with us. You know what I'm saying? And I was like, yo, this is beautiful. Yeah. But I also said to myself, man, this is another thing I was telling you earlier that God gave me this purpose. You know what I'm saying? And I, and I know my purpose of being in this world is to find a way to make the world better. Wow. And the reason, okay. yes. There you go. And the reason why I say that too is because I have kids and I know they're going to grow up one day and they got to walk outside that house. And I say every day, I got to find a way to make the world better. Mm -hmm. Not just for my kids, for your kids. And I mean it. I know he gave me that purpose and I'm going to figure it out. Every day I'm going to put something out there. Hopefully it makes somebody love and smile. And that's what I'm going to do. I love it. I love it, Khaled. And I don't think there's a better way to close out an amazing conversation than closing it out here. You know, as artists, we thrive off of doing the thing that we feel, that we feel is uh, amplifying the fame and the perception. And you get to an age and a point in your career and a discovery where you realize you have to do more. And that's when the give back kicks in. And after the give back kicks in, you go, that's not enough. Like, what else can I do? And then 
on top of the give back, you start building, you start developing and you start curating and amplifying opportunities for others and creating a new economic structure for others. That discovery comes as you get older. And the beauty of getting older, you get wiser. And to the younger generation, what I want to tell you to embrace, man, embrace the words and wisdom that come from those that have been where you are, right? Don't look past that. Don't think you got it all or you know it all. Understand there's so much more to understand. It's that simple. And and talking to Khaled today, what I love the most about you is not just your energy, but your words, man. You're not afraid to give those words. And they're positive. They're inspiring. They're your story. It's truth. It's authenticity. It's passion behind it. And that's how the world gets better, by hearing more people not be afraid to speak their truth, tell their journey, give you the jewels that you need that can hopefully provide you with the knowledge and wisdom to further extend in the journey of your own. That's what this podcast is for. I don't even want to say podcast because the show is becoming so much bigger now. Yeah, That's what the show is, is for. This is, not, this is a show. It's about that. Yeah, don't it's put about, a cap on it. It's about, it's about yeah. that. It's about it's giving going, the gems. It's, it's Kevin Hart. It's, you know what I'm <laughs> saying? Like when they called me and they said, pop, I got none. It's all love for podcasts and all that stuff. But I, I didn't look at, I looked at this like, oh man, I'm about to go. This is like, this is talking up. No, it's a big deal. Like, you know, the, the show's a big, big deal. thing. But, but the most, the, the thing I want to leave here and say is, Kevin, I love that bucket hat. My guy. No, no. I want to know where I can get one of those. I'm mad I ain't pop one of those things on. I'm going to get you one. Give me one, please. I'm going to get you one. That's, that's fly now. I'm dead ass. I'm going to get you, you one. Really, you really, you really. Ladies and gentlemen, this is Gold Mines. What we do here, well, we simply give gold. These are gems that were dropped, and I hope you do your job and hold on to them. I couldn't ask for a better guest for my first live show. Damn it, DJ Khaled. Please show this man some love. That's it. Is that something? Gold Mines with Kevin Hart is a serious XM and LOL radio production. Executive produced by Kevin Hart, Ty Randolph, Eric Eddings, and Eric Weil. With Tastemakers Media, Emil Garner, and Ian McDonald. At Delta, we know Mike and HC prefers reality TV to reality. So we provide more than 1,000 hours of in-flight entertainment. On the next flight, 8C is Mandy, a foodie. So we offer all types of food options. Because at Delta, everyone flies their own way. Delta, keep climbing. Go spread the word. When you get a fresh, hot McCrispie from McDonald's and you can feel the heat coming through the bag, don't try to wait till you get home. Always respect hot chicken. The McCrispie, only at McDonald's. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba.